Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Pro wrestling is an endlessly fascinating and unregulated travelling circus. It stars men and women who can't watch TV from a normal angle, features matches where the objective is to not get devoured by piranhas or set on fire, but forget on screen it's an even more deranged business behind the curtain. I'm Cy for What Culture Wrestling and these are 10 stories that prove wrestling is the wildest industry ever. Number 10, the WWE is ran by an entity more toddler than man. There are brass necked hacks and merciless psychopaths in every corridor of power, it's not unusual for such men to rank highly across every pocket of capitalist society. But the man who has or had monopolised professional wrestling, however, is a level beyond. Vince McMahon literally has more in common with a toddler than a grown adult human being. Wrestling is the wildest industry ever because much of it is controlled by Boss Baby. Vince McMahon is wildly temperamental and will change his mind on the most drastic and sudden of whims. Vince McMahon throws the pal out with the pram and blows gaskets like yes, a big baby. Vince McMahon's mood is dictated by his level of hunger. When Vince McMahon satisfies his hunger, he reportedly does so by forcing dry food down his gullet with the lubrication of tomato ketchup, which is how many long-suffering parents convince their literal children to eat. Much like the underdeveloped mind of youngsters, Vince thinks toilet humour is hysterical. Like kids, Vince despises sleep. Vince McMahon will scream and holler and whine not fair when people do the exact same naughty things that he has done. Vince McMahon gets bored of his toys, even though he really wanted to play with them just moments before. In short, Vince McMahon is a child in a suit. Number 9. The Ultimate Warrior Does Not Simply Eat Food Of course, wrestlers are phenomenally eccentric. They winningly bump for a living and there aren't many careers out there that are more likely to give you head trauma. They, in the 1980s era of national TV stardom, outpartied rock stars with their rampant use of recreational drugs. They existed in a scantily clad fantasy land in which they, by often refusing to accept the scripted finishes of the author quite literally lost the plot. But they're not Hollywood eccentric, are they? They don't not wash. They don't wear wigs despite having full heads of hair. They don't perform week-long publicity stunts in which they push their art in museum residences. They are more wild and reckless than strange in performative terms or otherwise. Hollywood and pop music have that genre of out-there behaviour on lock, except they don't. The Ultimate Warrior had a certain phrase when asked for his thoughts on systematic wealth inequality and the sad struggle 
struggles of marginalised communities, that's the way, insert grunting and snorting, the cookie crumbles, honey. But this phrase, when he uttered it, delighted him into indulging his strange eccentricity. Warrior, because he had to maintain his big straight muscles, didn't eat the cookies he wanted to, but rather crumpled them in his hands to release their aroma. You're weird. You're just weird. Number eight, the fact that fake fighters are harder than real fighters. Wrestling is an oxymoron of a business, by definition. The matches are predetermined, but they cause such debilitating pain that masking it has, over the years, manifested in several unimaginable tragedies. The era of Enochiism might disprove the following, but to further that point of bonkers line blurring, the apparent fake fighters of a certain era were as tough or tougher than any legitimate combat athlete. Even the toughest pro wrestlers would struggle to defeat disciplined specialists under their rules. But the likes of Rick Root and Haku were as tough as the physical form gets on the evidence of two specific stories. Rick Rude, muscled and mustachioed as he was, was also hard as nails. He demonstrated this toughness when questioned by a bouncer over the legitimacy of wrestling by knocking him clean out with his weak hand, which was broken with a slap. Haku, meanwhile, was so legendarily hard that he apparently bit a man's nose off. And why did he do it? Again, because somebody said wrestling isn't real. So basically, be careful who you say that phrase to. Number seven, dedication to the craft. Don Callis, when paired with Kenny Omega, put over the cleaner's Manitoba upbringing and it works as a delusional heel bit and a measure of its actual metal. Omega plays a crazed caricature of a pro wrestler who happens to be a super athlete. He's a dork who can concuss his opponent with a single knee strike. The tales of his training on the Tundras gets over because he's a very theatrical performer and Callus selling fantasy as reality without flinching is eye-rolling in his bluster. But an excerpt from Edge's autobiography reveals that the wilderness of the area really is that severe. In it, he regaled readers of the Winter Death Tour. To make even a semblance of a name for himself, he had to traverse the icy lakes in ink-black darkness to make what few towns comprised the scene and he revealed that he came not far away from dying purely to work a tiny gig somewhere. Alongside Christian Rhino and a few others, with Pantera blaring through the speakers to stave off exhaustion, the group almost made it driving across what apparently turned out to be a lake before a football field sized hole of water appeared in front of them. Edge handed the keys to an intrepid passenger who, not caring that the foot high water might have got deeper, drove the wrestlers across. Many artists eat crow and face rejection before getting signed, Edge, Christian and Rhino affect risked death. Number six, the Arn Anderson versus Sid Scissors death match. Workplaces across the world are brimming with rivalries. There's more long-term storytelling in a typical office than on WWE Raw. It's a natural thing to happen. You don't choose your workmates. You don't choose to spend most of your time with that idiot who pretends not to hear the phone because they won't do their job and thinks that you should do it. As with everything else, this is intensified in the wrestling arena. In the ordinary workplace, these feuds are rarely settled. Lingering, ever-present resentment that results in some muttered FUs here and some bitching there when Debbie does her third tea round skive in the space of an hour. In wrestling, they simply stab one another with scissors in an ostensible fight to the death. In Blackburn, England, a drunk Arn Anderson overheard a equally drunk Psycho Sid answer his question, why aren't we drawing anymore, with, because there's an old man in Ric Flair who needs to get the hell out of the way. Arn defended his friend with a pair of scissors, which changed hands at various points as they stabbed one another in a fight to the death that mercifully went to a non-finish. This hallway fight didn't break the Muta scale, it broke the Shining scale. Still probably a better cinematic match than WWE's 2020 output. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be Big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Number five, New Jack's in-ring assaults. In Hollywood, fascinating tales of conflict arise from the sets of certain movies. Christian Bale's furious, foul-mouthed rant on the set of Terminator Salvation is a famous example for its meme-friendly charisma. And actually, it was a pretty good heel promo, but that's all it was, a heel promo. He didn't actually fulfill his threat to kick the guy's ass or trash his lights. Several actors are great promos. I cannot sanction your buffoonery, is what Tommy Lee Jones once said to Jim Carrey, and it belongs on a t-shirt. But again, it was just another promo. Your average Hollywood stars just throw petulance at one another from their trailers as they sip goat's blood or whatever it is these lunatics do these days. When accusations of unprofessionalism arise in the wrestling ring, certain independent contractors instead opt for violent assault. The late New Jack infamously battered and effectively knifed mass transit for pretending he knew how to work and dictating the terms of their match. New Jack also actually stabbed Hunter Red in retaliation for throwing a few potatoes at him. New Jack and the veracity of this one is more debatable, attempted to throw Vic Grimes to his death by overshooting his trajectory. New Jack's equivalent to Christian Bale's do you want me to trash your lights is do you want me to trash your arteries. Number four, the plane ride from hell. Hey, it's the plane ride from hell. All of your favourite 90s wrestlers getting blitzed in a mile-high banter festival. Except not really. The plane ride from hell's sheer lurid fascination has been confused for entertainment for too long. It's certainly a wild tale, the likes of which 
which a screenwriter might have pitched on a premise first, plot second basis. Several booze adult wrestlers take their travelling circus to the zoo in the skies. In reality, these were troubled men deep into the grim twilight of their fading careers, manifesting their addictions in one concentrated, heightened and lawless zone. Returning from a United Kingdom pay-per-view, which was long considered a glorified holiday by the roster, the wrestlers accessed an open bar on a long, ill-fated trip back across the Atlantic. Mr. Perfect and Brock Lesnar had a shoot takedown contest as Scott Hall sprayed everybody in sight with shaving foam. The chaotic atmosphere descending, Ric Flair allegedly sexually assaulted a stewardess. Witnesses X-Pac and Just Incredible have revealed that he certainly flaunted certain parts of his body around the aisleway. Goldust channeled his various traumas into a serenation for ex-wife Terry Runnels. Scott Hall, deep in his hole, slouched into a stupor so heavy several people thought that he had died. These were desperate, ill-entitled men at this point in their lives. The fact that they were borderline unconscious is a small mercy. Then again, X-Pac chopping off Michael Hayes' ponytail is pretty funny, at least. Number three, the Steiner brothers play Mad Max on the road. The travelling entertainment industry is or was a demented game, a fantasy land in which wild men obtained through their celebrity a licence to do virtually anything they wanted. Drugs, booze, inserting aquatic gill-bearing animals into orifices and so on. The pro wrestlers of the 80s and 90s did all of this, but were in fact so wild that they could not contain their insanity to the hotel rooms after the show. The road wasn't for sleeping, it wasn't even for travelling. It was another playground for men that never grew up in the traditional way. Sting and the Steiner brothers used to play a game on those late 80s midnight car rides. Sting drove at preposterous speeds at the sight of a fellow wrestler's car. Scott would assist his brother Rick in climbing out of the window, opening the moving car door in the parallel lane and attempting to remove the terrified passenger. In one legendary round of this deadly game, Paul Heyman had the good sense to lock his door. This just pissed the Steiners off though, who responded by hucking a watermelon at the windshield. Ding's current protege, Darby Allen, at least has the sense to only put himself in danger most of the time. Number two, the Montreal screw job. You're probably about as bored hearing about this as I am about talking about it, but approach through the perspective of how bonkers it is, it really is an incredible series of events. Because pro wrestling is predetermined and certain top stars don't wish to appear like losers, a booker is at the mercy of ego, or at least they were anyway. And with major competition about the WWF wrestlers of 1997 actually had sway in their creative direction. Such as Bret Hart, but nonetheless Vince McMahon and The Click said no to the loyal servant at Survivor Series 97 after Shawn Michaels broke etiquette and broke it badly. Michaels was prioritised ahead of Hart in Vince's heart, even though he didn't draw a dime in 1996. And so, when both of them refused to lose to each other in a convoluted scheme that Vince Russo might have penned in 1998, Hart was screwed out of the world title live on pay-per-view. This just doesn't happen in any other walk of life. Hart couldn't exactly be recast like an unruly actor that nobody wanted on the set anymore. Nobody could ever lace his boots. I mean, Triple H could maybe have worn pink and dyed his hair black, but he would have done a less convincing job than Glenn Jacobs did as Diesel. And number one, the show must go on. In any other walk of life, if somebody dies, the workplace gets shut down for at least the day. There are a few notable historic exceptions, as Dave Meltzer pointed out in his incredible May 31st 1999 Wrestling Observer Newsletter write-up. The 72 Olympic Games were ordered to continue by Avery Brundage following the Munich Massacre. This should have acted as a rule-proving exception on May 23rd, 1999. It did not. Owen Hart was killed after he slipped out of the shoddy and unfit harness that was to lower him to the ring ahead of his parody entrance at Over the Edge. After the WWF dismissed expert opinion, he fell at a rapid, fatal speed headfirst onto a turnbuckle and was killed instantly. After paramedics failed to resuscitate him, his body was 
was removed from the ring, and he was pronounced dead 33 minutes afterwards. The faintest signs of pulseless electrical activity convinced the medical staff at Kansas City Truman Medical Center that a further resuscitation attempt was not in vain. It was, the man was dead, the man more accurately had been killed. The show still went on. At the time, some people understood the WWF's position. They had an awful decision to make immediately, and they made a terrible one. But isn't that more awful? Isn't it so unconscionable that, under the instinct that forms our inherent moral core, Vince McMahon proceeded with the show? Isn't it somehow more disgusting that he claimed that that's what Owen would have wanted? And that's the list. Let us know what you thought of this video down in the comments below. What crazy thing about wrestling's proved to you that it's the wildest industry in the world? Don't forget to like this video, subscribe, head over to whatculture.com for more content every day. I've been Cy for What Culture, and have a good week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.